Welcome back, or welcome for the first time, to Nichiren, no, Soka Gakkai, becoming Nichiren Shoshu member. I'm, I'm dyslexic, so I almost reversed my own title of the podcast. <laughs> anyway, I uh, used to be a Soka Gakkai member, my name's Alexander, and I changed over to Nichiren Shoshu after some questions, a lot of questions, couldn't be answered, and then I was treated hostilely, um, like a pariah. For asking questions about the origins of the SGI scroll. I wanted to know who makes it. Where does it come from? Where is it, uh, you know, uh, traded hands? And that question alone was too much for the Sokagakai machine to compute. And when I saw the sparks flying out of its ears, I said, I gotta get out of here. And uh, come to find out, there is way more everything to learn, to gain, to leave behind um, in the teachings of the true Buddha Nichiren Daishonin as preserved and mastered and propagated by the Nichiren Shoshu. So I'd like to read things to you that you probably won't hear exactly the same anywhere else except within the pages of Nichiren Shoshu. Uh, things, these, this is over 750 years of priests translating and retranslating so it's, it's a little different than SGI reading. Okay, so for those of you ready to cause peace to emanate across the land, instead of misfortune and calamities, here I go, this one's for you. We're gonna be reading out of Select Ghost of Passages of Nietzsche and Daishonin, beautiful green cover on this book, and it's a commemorative publication for the 770th year of the second high priest, Nico Shonin's birth. This is really good book here. We're on page 259, for those of you at home who have a copy. <coughs> you can get a copy from any Nietzsche and Shoshu temple. <coughs> They're ridiculously less expensive than uh, the SGI books, to, to be honest. Okay, now that's not a plug. <laughs> We're going to be out of uh, this Goshu is Questions and Answers on Embracing the Lotus Sutra. Jimyo Hoki Mondosho. The benefit of a single moment of faith and understanding exceeds that of the practices excuse me, <laughs> shutting the door of the studio I'll read this again quote the benefit of a single moment of faith and understanding exceeds that of the practices of five paramitas and the benefit of rejoicing upon hearing the law by the 50th person exceeds that of carrying out the practice of giving for 80 years the five paramitas the footnote says the practices of giving observing the precepts forbearance assiduousness and meditation alright the next one letter to Nanjo Hyoe Shichiro. Nanjo Hyoe Shichiro Dono Gosho, written December 12, 1264. Nichiren Daishonin was 43 when he wrote it. Quote, No matter what great merit one gains by performing good deeds, even if one transcribes the Lotus Sutra 10 million times and achieves the observation of the mind based on the principle of Ichinen Sanzen, 3,000 realms in a single life moment, should he fail to denounce the enemies of the Lotus Sutra, he will not be able to attain enlightenment. For example, one may loyally serve the imperial court for 10 to 20 years, but if he recognizes an enemy of the emperor and neither reports it nor personally feels enmity, all the services he has thus far offered will come to naught. Rather, he will be punished. You must realize that all the people in this age are slanderers of the law. 
end quote, Gosho, page 322 to 323. The next is out of the same Gosho, letter to Nanjo Hyo Nanjo, excuse me, Hyoe Shichiro Dono Gosho, December 13th, 1264, age 43, Nichiren Daishonin was, quote, Although both are good, if you employ the lesser good of the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings and force someone to renounce the greater good of the Lotus Sutra, you will fall into the evil, the three evil paths. Go, end quote, Gosho, page 323. The next one is out of the Gosho, Letter to the Disciples and Believers of Nichiren. Deshi Dana Chu Eno Onjo. Written October 11, 1268. Nichiren Daishonin was 47 years old when he wrote this one. Quote, Concerning the arrival of an official letter from the great country of Mongolia, I have sent letters to 11 individuals. It is certain that Nichiren's disciples and lay believers will not escape exile or the death penalty. You should not be surprised in the least by this. Needless to say, this will be the result of the strong remonstrations I carried out with many people. It is, however, the manifestation of bringing forth the poison-drum relationship by forcefully teaching the law to others. This is what I, Nietzsche, fervently have wished for. Each of you should be careful. You must not be caught up even slightly in the thoughts of your wife, children, or retainers. You must not fear the authorities. You must sever your attachment to your current life and achieve the state of Buddhahood. I have written 11 letters remonstrating with the following individuals. The head of the Kamakura government, Hojo Takemune, Yodoya Nyuro, Heionosema Nojo, Yajenta, and representatives of the following temples, Kenchoji, Jufukuji, Gakurakuji, Tahoji, Jokomyoji, Daibutsuden, and Chorakuji. It is certain that something will happen. Come to Nichiren's residence and see these letters with your own eyes. End quote. Gosho, page 380 to 381. This is out of questions and answers between a sage and a foolish man. Shogumon Dosho. Written 1268, Nichiren Daishonin was 40 years old when he wrote it. Quote, The third volume of the Nirvana Sutra states, quote, Suppose a decent priest becomes aware of one who slanders the correct law. If he lets the slanderer be without reproaching, expelling, and correcting him by exposing his faults, we should know that this priest is an enemy of Buddhism. On the other hand, if this priest expels, reproaches, and corrects the slanderer by exposing his faults, this priest is my disciple as well as a true practitioner of my teachings. End quote. This passage means that when one propagates the correct law of the Buddha, if one sees or hears others earnest, erroneously preaching the meaning of the sutras and does not refute them or have them expelled by appealing to the sovereign when one's ability is insufficient, then this person is an enemy of Buddhism. The sutra also states that if one openly refutes them and appeals to the Lord, just as instructed in the sutra, then one is a disciple of the Buddha and a true priest. Therefore, in order to avoid accusation of being an enemy of Buddhism, even if one is hated by others, one should devote one's life to Shakyamuni and the Lotus Sutra, show compassion to all living beings, and challenge slanderers. People won't understand this, and they will frown and glare. If, however, you truly fear for your future lifetimes, then think little of your life and most highly of the law. Great teacher Shangan stated, quote, Even if one may lose one's life, one shall not conceal faith in the law. This means that one's life is insignificant, while the law is supreme. You should be willing to give your life to propagate the law, end quote. This passage means that even if you may perish, 
you must reveal your faith in the correct law. The reason is that one's life is worth little, while the law is precious. You should propagate the law even at the risk of your life. End quote. Gosha, page 404. The next one is out of the Gosha, the Tripitaka Master Shan Wu Wei. Zemui Sanjosho. Written 1270. Nichiren was 49 years old when he wrote it. Quote, Even if words are strict, if they can help the people, then they can be true and compassionate. On the contrary, even if words sound compassionate, if they ruin people's lives, then they can be false and destructive. Although people think that doctrines elucidated by present scholars are true and compassionate, they actually are destructive and false. This is because they go against the Lotus Sutra, which expounds the Buddha's true intention. Nichiren states that those who chant the Nambutsu will fall into the hell of incessant suffering, and that Zen and Shingon are also erroneous sects. This may sound severe. However, it is true and compassionate. For example, Dozenbo, following Nichiren's strict words, embraced the Lotus Sutra and created statues of Shakyamuni Buddha. This also holds, holds true with all living beings in Japan. Until ten odd years ago, everyone was an Mbutsu believer in this land. Now, one or two out of ten exclusively chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, while two to three chant both Daimoku and the Nambutsu. Even those who used to exclusively chant the Nambutsu harbor doubts about Nambutsu and in their minds secretly take faith in the Lotus Sutra. Some even make paintings of Shakyamuni Buddha to create statues of him, or, or create statues of him. All of this happens because of Nichiren's strong words. For instance, sandalwood is, is derived from an aranda tree while a lotus flower grows out of the mud. Thus, at this time, when Nichiren declares that chanting the Nabutsu will lead one to the hill of incessant suffering, men who are perceived to be wise slander Nichiren's doctrines. These men are no wiser than cows or horses. Even if they do this thoughtlessly, they are like feeble dogs barking at a lion or foolish monkeys laughing at heavenly king Taishaku. End quote. Go to page 445 to 446. This next quote is out of Letter to Nambu Rakuro. Nambu Rakuro Donogosho, written May 16, 1271. Nichiren was 50 years old when he wrote it. Quote, If one does not disturb a sleeping lion, it will not roar. If one does not drive a stake into a swiftly flowing river, the surface of the water will not ripple. If a person does not refute others' erroneous teachings, he will not encounter various hardships. The Buddha admonishes, quote, Suppose a decent priest becomes aware of one who slanders the correct law. If he lets the slanderer be without reproaching him, expelling and correcting him by exposing his faults, we should know that this priest is an enemy of Buddhism, end quote. If one ignores this admonishment, then although he may be all right for now, he should wait and see what follows. Without a doubt, he will fall into the hill of incessant suffering. End quote. Gosho, page 463. This Gosho quote is out of Anshan Wuwei, Zemui Sho. Written in 1271, Nijiren was 50 years old when he wrote it. Quote, Even if we read 80,000 sacred scriptures, erect stupas as numerous as the dust particles collected from grinding the earth, uphold all of the precepts of Mahayana and Hinayana Buddhism, and treat all living beings in the Ten Directions as our only child, our slander against the Lotus Sutra will never be eradicated. Throughout the three existences of past, present, and future, we are unable to attain Buddhahood. 
Instead, we undergo the sufferings of the six paths. This is solely because of our grave offenses of slandering the Lotus Sutra. End quote. Gosho, page 509. This is, the next one is out of the Gosho, Opening of the Eyes, Kaimokusho. Written February 1272. Nichiren Daishonin is 51 when he wrote it. Quote, Now that I, Nichiren, vigorously refuted the slanderers in the land, this severe persecution has occurred. This indicates that my past heavy slanders have come to the surface through protecting the law in this lifetime. It can be compared to iron turning red when put into a fire, while it remains black when it is not. It is like a mountainous wave of water rising up when an oar is thrust into a raging river, or it is like a lion roaring when its sleep is disturbed. End quote. Go to page 573. This next quote is also out of the opening of the eyes, Kaimokusho, 1272, age 51, quote, The relationship between the methods of Shoju and Shakabuku are like water and fire. Fire abhors water, while water detests fire. The practitioner of Shoju despises the method of Shakabuku, while those who conduct Shakabuku grieve over the method of Shoju. When ignorant and impious men are rampant throughout the nation, Shoju comes first as described in the Peaceful Practices on Rakugyo, 14th chapter of the Lotus Sutra. When cunning, evil men and slanderers of the law thrive, Shakabuku should take precedence, as taught in the Bodhisattva Never Disparaging, Fukyo, 20th chapter of the Lotus Sutra. It can be likened to using cold water when it is hot and fire when it is cold. End quote. Gosho, page 575. This next one's also out of opening of the eyes. Kaimokusho. Written 1272, age 51, each of them they showed him was, and Shakabuku are the two methods of propagation in the latter day of the law. This is because there are two types of countries. Countries ignorant of Buddhism and countries that slander Buddhism. You must understand which of these two types of types correspond to present day Japan. End quote. Go to page 576. The next one's also out of opening of the eyes. Kaimoku Shou, 1272, age 51. Quote, Question, will there be benefit from conducting shakabuku during the time of shoju, or from carrying out shoju during the time of shakabuku? Answer, the Nirvana Sutra states, quote, Bodhisattva Kashyapa addressed Shakyamuni Buddha. The property of the law possessed by the Tathagata is indestructible. Nonetheless, I have yet to know how you acquired it. Would you please explain? Shakyamuni answers, Kashyapa. I have obtained this eternal and imperishable body because of the causal relationship that I created by sincerely protecting the correct law. My disciple, if you are to protect the true law, you must take up swords or bows and arrows rather than observe the five precepts or practice formalities. Although a priest following precepts may give sermons in the manner of shoju, he will be incapable of saving all people through his preaching. He cannot make an utter outlaw surrender. Such a priest cannot bestow benefit on himself and other living beings. You must realize that such an individual is extremely lazy, lacking motivation. Although he steadfastly may maintain a pure practice in order to keep the precepts, you should know that there is nothing he could do to lead the people to enlightenment. Then again, there may be people who violate the precepts. Upon hearing the priest expound the law, they all become enraged and harm him. Even if this priest should lose his life, he still would be called someone who observes the precepts and can bestow benefit on both himself and others. End quote. 
Go show, page 576. The next one's also out of the opening of the eyes. Is there a theme here? I think so. Let's open our eyes, right? <laughs> the Daigonton. Okay, okay. Back to the book. February 1272, age 51. Quote, In a deep forest, a scholar of the Tentai school may meditate on and observe Ichin and Sanzen, 3,000 realms in a single life moment. In a desolate field, a scholar of the Shingon sect may perform the practices of the three secrets, intensely concentrating as if he were carrying a pot full of oil so as not to spill a drop. But how can they liberate themselves from the sufferings of life and death without knowing the time and capacity and without understanding the difference between the two methods of Shoju and Shokabuku? End quote. Go, show page 576. Letter from Sado is the next Gosho quote, or Gosho that the quote's from. Sado Gosho, written March 20th, 1272. Nijirin Daishonin is 51 when you wrote this one, too. Quote, In Buddhism, either Shoju or Shakabuku is to be chosen, depending on the time. This is like the two ways of the sword and the pen in the secular world. The great sages in the past also practiced Buddhism in accordance with the, with the time. Sesendoji and Prince Sattva sacrificed their lives because they were presented with the words, quote, If you give me your body as an offering, I will teach you the law. This is the practice of a bodhisattva. End quote. However, at a time when offering one's flesh is not warranted, it is, necess is it necessary to give up one's life? At a time when paper is precious, one should offer his skin as a substitute. When a pen is barely available, one should offer his bones instead. If one is living during a time when those who violate the precepts or do not observe the precepts are, are censored, and those who follow the precepts and practice the correct law are held in esteem, then one strictly should comply with the precepts of the age. On the other hand, when a sovereign tries to oppress Buddhism by giving special priority to Confucianism or Taoism, one should protest to the ruler, even at the cost of one's life, just like priest Daoan priest Huiyan and Tripitaka Master Fadol and others. When the people are totally confused between Mahayana and Hinayana Buddhism and between the Lotus Sutra and Pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, as if they could not distinguish the difference between a shining gem and a pebble, or between cow's milk and donkey's milk, then one should clearly judge the superiority of Mahayana over Hinayana Buddhism, the Lotus Sutra over the Pre-Lotus Sutra teachings, and the exoteric over the esoteric teachings, just as the great teachers Tentai and Dengyo did. The nature of the world of animality is to intimidate the weak and fear the strong. The scholars of today are similar to those in the world of animality. They despise a man of wisdom who has no power, while they fear the sovereign, even if his acts are spiteful, such as the nature of fawning vassals. The only way a man can prove that he is a person of courage is by defeating a formidable enemy. When an evil ruler tries to destroy the correct law, and heretical priests support his efforts to slay a man of wisdom, a person with a strong mind, like a lion, the king of beasts, will never fail to attain Buddhahood. Nichiren is a case in point. I'm not saying this out of arrogance, rather. It is because I would have profound regrets if the true law were lost. Fear always arises in the hearts of arrogant people when they encounter a strong enemy. 
They are just like arrogant Asura, who shrank in terror and hid himself in a lotus flower in Lake Anavatapta when he was denounced by Heavenly King Taishaku. If one practices even a single character or phrase of the true law in accordance with the time and capacity of the people, one will definitely attain one definitely will attain Buddhahood. On the contrary, even if one masters one thousand sutras and one hundred thousand treatises, one never will reach the state of enlightenment if the teachings he upholds do not accord with the time and capacity. End quote. Gosha, page 578-579. The next quote is from Reply to Shijo Kingo. Shijo Kingo Dono Gohenji. Written 1272, Nichiren Daishonin was 51 when he wrote it. Quote, The Lotus Sutra states, quote, If after my passing there are good men and good women, and one among them secretly preaches the entire Lotus Sutra, or a phrase of it, to even one other person, then you should know that this individual, indeed, is an envoy of the Tathagata. As the Tathagata's envoy, he carries out compassionate action in his stead. A person who recites even a character or phrase of the Lotus Sutra and also preaches it to others is an envoy of Lord Shakyamuni. End quote. Gosho, page 620. The next one's out of a Gosho. Probably that you won't find in the SGI. Titled, Infusing Life into Wooden or Painted Images. Mokue Niso Kaigen no Koto. Written 1272, Nietzsche Daishonin was 51 years old when he wrote it. Quote, In present-day Japan, when the Shingon sect conducts the ceremony of infusing life into a Buddha's image, demons will enter that image and deprive people of their lives. Thus, demons are called life-takers. Devils also will enter the image and steal people's benefits. Thus, devils are called benefit robbers. Revering demons will cause the nation to collapse in this lifetime. Respecting devils will lead people to the hell of incessant suffering after death. When people die, as their lives leave their bodies, demons will take over and bring ruin to their future descendants. End quote. Gosho, page 638. The next Gosho passage is out of the true entity of all phenomena. Shoho Jisosho, written May 17, 1273. Nichiren Daishonin was 52 years old when he wrote this. Quote, even the Buddha, with all of his wisdom, could not completely fathom the benefit of making offerings to Nichiren and of becoming his disciple or follower. If Nichiren is one of the bodhisattvas of the earth, then his disciples and lay believers must be their followers. The sutra states, if one secretly preaches the entire Lotus Sutra or a phrase of it to even one other person, then you should know that this individual indeed is an envoy of the Tathagata. As the Tathagata's envoy, he carries out compassionate action in his stead. End quote. Gosho, page 666. Next one's out of the Trinity of All Phenomena as well. Shoho Jiso Sho, May 17, 1273, age 52. Nichiren Daishonin was. Quote, In the latter day of the law, there are no inequalities among those who propagate Milhorenge Kyo, be they men or women. Without the advent of the Bodhisattvas of the earth, they could not chant the Daimoku. Although I, Nichiren alone, at first chanted Namyo Horenge Kyo, two, three, 
then a hundred people gradually began to chant and propagate it. So shall it continue into the future. Indeed, this is none other than the principle of emerging from the earth. As certain as an arrow aimed at the vast earth will strike its target, the entire Japanese nation will chant nam myoho renge kyo at the time of Kosenrufu. Go to page 666 to 667. The next Gosho is passage is out of the Gosho on practicing according to the Buddhist teachings. Nyosetsu Shugyosho, written May 1273. Nichiren was 52 years old when he wrote this. Quote, Those who practice Buddhism must understand the two methods of Shoju and Shakabuku. All the sutras and treatises are to be propagated only by either of these two methods. Even when many scholars throughout the nation claim that they have studied the Buddhist teachings in general, they do not know the principle of choosing the right practice suited to the time. Each season gives way to the next. In summer, it gets hot. In winter, it gets cold. In spring, flowers bloom, and in autumn, trees bear fruit. In spring, one should sow seeds to harvest in autumn. If seeds are planted in autumn, one will be unable to harvest the fruit in spring. During the freezing weather, thick clothes are necessary while under the intense heat of summer they are not. A cool wind is comfortable in summer, but it only intensifies the chill of winter. The same holds true for Buddhism. There was a time when Hinayana Buddhism was to be spread, and one could gain benefit. On the other hand, there was a time when provisional Mahayana was to be propagated, and one could gain benefit. There is a time when true Mahayana is to be spread, and one can gain the benefit of attaining enlightenment. During the 2,000-year period of the former and middle days of the law, Hinayana and provisional Mahayana were to be propagated. The fifth 500-year period, which corresponds to the beginning of the latter day of the law, is the time when the pure and perfect teaching of the single truth of the Lotus Sutra is to be propagated throughout the world. This is the age of conflict when the pure law will become obscured and lost, and the Lotus Sutra and pre-Lotus Sutra teachings are confused. When there are enemies, you should take up a sword, stab, and bows and arrows. When there are no enemies, you do not need such weapons. In the present time of the latter day of the law, the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings are the enemies of the Lotus Sutra. When the teachings of the one vehicle of Buddhahood is spread, all the pre-Lotus Sutra teachings become its enemies. When the Lotus Sutra and Pre-Lotus Sutra teachings are confused, you, sh you first should refute the Pre-Lotus Sutra teachings using the true Mahayana of the two practices of Shoju and Shakabuku. This is called Shakabuku, based on the Lotus Sutra. Tentai's statement, the Lotus Sutra is the teaching of Shakabuku, the refutation of the provisional doctrines, is indeed based on reason. End quote. Go to page 672, 673. Thank you so much, all of you listening at home or wherever you're listening. I hope that this podcast is helping people learn more about Nietzsche and Shoshu. And I actually hope it's making you have questions that you call a temple and ask. Because you get some great answers when you ask uh, the temple's questions. All right, here is to the peace of the land. Nam yo renge yo Nam yo renge yo Nam yo
for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nitra and Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon... Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.